Hey everyone, this is Associate Athletics Director Jeremiah Wood. March is National Athletic Training Month, and I wanted to take some time to give thanks to our sports medicine staff here at Fresno Pacific. Our sports medicine staff is incredibly important to the safety and well-being of our student-athletes, and in these unprecedented times, that importance has been magnified a tremendous amount. So on behalf of our Sunbird supporters, I'd like to thank Betsy, Devery, Jimmy, Amy, Claudia, Isaiah, Alex, and Trace for their dedication in providing outstanding care for our student-athletes. It's time for the Sunbird Sound Off. Our coaches will fill you in on everything that you need to know about Fresno Pacific Athletics. And Fresno Pacific jumps out in front here early. That ball hit deep into left. That one's going to go. Home run for the Sunbirds. That shot from beyond the arc, and that one's good. The three-pointer for Fresno Pacific. And the Sunbirds are headed to the Pac-West Tournament. This is the Sunbird Sound Off, sponsored by Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. Director of Athletics Communications, Jordan Harrod, sitting down with the legend men's soccer coach, Jaime Ramirez. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate you having me. Coach, I want to talk, PacWest Awards came out today. I want to talk about uh, the representation uh, from your team. I want to start in the front with Felipe Souza. He uh, is... The player of the year uh, as a forward for you. This is a guy that's no surprise to see him in that position. Uh, he's led the conference in scoring once before uh, and, and has transitioned from a midfielder into a more of a striker for you guys in, in a relatively nice uh, way. But tell me about the season that you got from Felipe Souza as he leads the conference in goals once again. Well, I think Felipe is coming into his own in terms of understanding the value of um, playing both ways. One of the things that impressed me about him is that uh, not only is he an attacking threat to opponents, and he showed it by leading the conference in goals and uh, points, etc., and a couple other categories, but his ability to get back and defend and win the ball and um, and show um, that he he is this year for us a two-way player. Um, and that is one of the reasons why we gave him a little bit more breaks than we had in the past uh, of rest and then get him and got him back into the games in order for him to do what he did um, in late games, such as the, the goal that he scored um, in overtime to win, uh, to win the game in, in golden goal against uh, Holy Names here at home. It was just totally uh, a play in the 95th minute of just sheer hustle when, when he didn't have a chance at the ball and out of his pressure, out of his hustle, he made them commit the mistake that led to the goal. And so uh, uh, really pleased for him. And, and I think it, uh, it speaks volumes also for our team that they trusted in his leadership that way. And uh, this is going to be a huge momentum builder for what's coming up for the fall for us. Uh, Souza goes for seven goals in seven games to lead not just the Sunbirds, but the Pac West as a whole. I want to slide into the midfield here, Coach. Four uh, players uh, make up the midfield for the Northern California team. Two of those come from your midfield in VR and Fritz Volmer. Tell me about those guys and the leadership that they showed this year as well. It really was a pleasant surprise for us to be able to see 
that, that transfer from practice in our set pieces to a game, game situations and see Edu come up with uh, some goals out of those uh, second rebound, third ball situations. And just to see his way of celebrating. I mean, it was the first goals he scored since he's been here. And so, you know, for us to be able to see that level of celebration and, uh, you know, just that e level of acceleration um, out of uh, seeing the ball go in the back of the net for him and those pictures that were taken with him pointing at the camera. Uh, I was so excited for him because it, it's a young man that, uh, that has really done well for us in terms of the role that he has in the midfield of being just a workhorse and, you know, a service type of guy. You know, he just serves the team. He's a, he's a servant leader. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, to be able to, to see him get that reward from the other coaches, to see the value that he has, not just for the, our team but for the conference, uh, was, uh, I think was a, was a huge plus for me and well-deserved. And, uh, and Fritz also, you know, Fritz Voltmer, one of the things that, that we, uh, we were observant about in him um, in, in, since the time that he's been here. He's a graduate student, and we get two seasons out of him. Basically, that's it, because he'll finish his, uh, his degree, um, or his master's degree. Is that we, we, we put him in the left back position last year by default by injuries, and that's not his natural position. His, his natural position is the eight position, which is a defender midfield and also an attacker. Um, to be able to see him truly play both sides of the ball like he did in the few games that we played. I kept thinking, man, if we would have had 20 games with this guy the way he's playing right now, he would have been the number eight in the entire region. He was fantastic going both ways to actually see him chase balls, win balls, maintain possession, distribute, um, get us into that attacking mode, being able to look at when he when he had the ball, he was always looking for who is the player in most in a most dangerous position. And obviously for us, it was Felipe, and for him to find him time and time and time again was really exciting to see. And then when we lost the ball, to actually see him get back and chase and and put pressure is really exciting for us for us to see. It's unfortunate that you know we didn't we didn't get him as a freshman. We didn't get four years from him, but hey, you know we'll take it. And uh, I think the. It, it becomes a reciprocal situation for us and that we were able to see him do the things that I felt he was capable of doing from the video that he sent us coming in and also to see him earn his master's degree is, is fantastic for us. I think uh, Edu Vr and Fritz Voltmer may have also led the team in smiles throughout the season. Those two guys <laughs> in the right place at the right time often yeah. and always happy to be that. Yeah. Sliding to the back here, Gabriel Montero uh, as a defender also lands on this list as well as uh, Patrick Timmer, who's a guy who's been here for four years and, and started right away. But tell me about the back line and, and how integral those guys were for you. Well, you know, uh, Gabriel is, was a nice surprise for us. Uh, he is a, a Bruno Brumati uh, prototype, I think. When I saw his video and he, he showed interest in joining us, I thought, hey, we, we might get another Bruno uh, out of him um, as a right back, as a attacking-minded player with good speed, possession, you know, on the smaller side of things, but sure likes to tackle, and it's, he, he wasn't beaten uh, easily uh, in, in the, what was it, seven games we played. Um, I thought he did a fantastic job, and uh, actually eight with the, with the, with the scrimmage against uh, uh, COS, 
but um, you know he, he wasn't being uh, easily and the fact that we had this time to have him connect with Felipe you know I mean it's easy to assume that because both of them are from Brazil that immediately it's gonna be a click but it wasn't it wasn't that way you know it, it, it's taken them a while to have an understanding of each other um, like perhaps uh, you know Felipe had with Bruno I think this fall is gonna be a we're going to be a totally different team coming from the right side uh, that's going to be exciting to watch because there's some things that we need to help Gabriel understand a little bit better about this level of competition. Yeah, we competed against the North Pod, but there is the South Pod. There's the Hawaii trip. That There's some adjustments that we need to be made in order for him to be a completely well-rounded defender in this Pac West that I believe will also help him understand the level of competition in the entire West Coast with the CCAA and the Pacific Northwest uh, Conference as well, that he could be one of the top right backs in the, in the region. Now let's talk about Patrick Timmer. This is a guy, seems like just yesterday, you and I are talking about who was the last freshman to start, you know, his, his true season opener uh, in the net for you guys. Um, and, and now here we are talking about a guy that has climbed up the, the school leaderboard in a bevy of categories and, and here he is represented on the NorCal team. Tell me about Patrick Timmer a little bit and what he means to your team. Well, you know, I, one of the things that I, that I have to say about Patrick is that, um, I mean, we all know that, uh, that he had a, a challenging year last year uh, and, and, and partly because of the injuries that we suffered and we were giving up opportunities and, and, uh, um, and, and it affected him to, to a certain extent and other factors that affect young men, you know, at, at, at this age. Uh, and, and, and then he came in with a different outlook in life. I think that one of the things that we talked about at the beginning of this thing when we were allowed to train last fall was the blessing and the privilege to be able to do this when so many are not and so many are losing their lives and, and we get to play. And so I think driving that message to these guys, and I think Patrick truly understood that. And, and I speak with, and I speak, I sp I should say, I'm saying this on behalf of all of our international kids because they're living away from their families, not knowing what's going on in their countries with this pandemic, um, that I think he understood what a privilege, what a blessing it is to be here, to earn his degree, and to get to play the sport that he loves. So he came in with a different attitude. And we kept driving that point home with all the guys, locals or, 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 or international kids. Um, and he just rose to the occasion. He made huge saves. He was, he was our goalkeeper that, you know, in, in the conference, I knew, I knew he could be this type of goalkeeper all along. And in, in not belaboring too much the past, there are other factors there that uh, we understand happen in life, okay, and we dealt with them. And, and the thing that I, that I want to say about Patrick is that he was able to make those changes in life to come in and to say, you know, what a wonderful opportunity I have to come here and to play, to be a part of the, the legacy, the goalkeeping legacy of this program, okay, and again, be a, an all-conference goalkeeper um, and get his degree and then possibly now move on to another opportunity he may have in, in, uh, here in the country in a master's program. Um, and to continue to play, and possibly even at the professional level, okay, as he continues to improve. So, really, really happy for him. 
to recap, five players in four countries represent the Sunbirds on the PacWest NorCal team. And the Sunbirds finish up at 5-1-1 one, and one as the top team in the NorCal pod. Coach, you've been on the show. You know how this works. But one more question. We'll get you out of here. A Sunbird spotlight from you. Uh, who gets it from the man, the myth, the legend, Jaime Ramirez this week? Well, listen, I've always been uh, appreciative of the work that our sports medicine does, uh, department does, you know, with the leadership of uh, Betsy Meyer. And, and she, she has got a fantastic staff. And this year, us having Amy Ramos as the appointed uh, trainer uh, for our program, she, she's outstanding, super, super dedicated, loves the sport, played herself in soccer in, in her younger days. Um, took care of the guys, you know, the injuries, and on, honest with the boys about, uh, hey, you can't play, you can't play. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Um, and, and, and drawing that line to say, you know, th- this is a professional decision. And also getting those that were able to come back, uh, you know, to, to recover and, and be able to, uh, you know, th- to play. So I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to work with Amy. Coach, thanks for uh, coming again, being on the show once again. Congrats on the nice season. And hopefully we'll be talking to you in the near future. Thanks, Jordan. My pleasure. Hello, everyone. I'm Joe Haydock, realtor at Keller Williams Fresno. My license number is 02013076. I'm Cynthia Haydock, broker associate. My license number is 01358518. We've built our business on the foundation of three core values, and the third of those core values is joyful service. We always seek to provide value to our clients by serving their needs, and we perform our service with joy. Joy is contagious, and we want to infect the world with it. We get a kick out of delivering maximum results to our clients with the minimum stress. I think that's why we get so much positive feedback from those we serve. That feedback is nice, but our real success is in a job well done. If you're looking for realtors who will effectively serve your needs with joy, we're happy to help. Call us at 559-392-5283 or email us at joehaydock at kw.com. That's J-O-E. H-A-Y-D-O-C-K at kw.com. We look forward to serving you. The Haydock team is where you'll find real estate for real people. Assistant Director of Athletics Communications, Christian Bond, sitting here with women's soccer head coach, Rob Podine. Coach, how are you today? Uh, Good, good. Uh, Just kind of strange to be done with the season already. But, um, you know, working on, you know, maybe moving forward with some training and then uh, finishing up recruiting and getting ready for, uh, for the summer. Your shortened spring season seemed to fly by, like you said. Uh, what are your thoughts from, from the year that your team had and what they showed throughout the, the quick season? Uh, I thought, considering we had been off for 15 months and we were pulling in some new players, I mean, I, I think what a lot of people don't realize in, uh, in the performances that we put up is we did it with nine freshmen. You know, we started with 22 players, two got injured one in the first 12 minutes of the first game. So we basically had nine freshmen out of 20, uh, almost half of our team, and um, a goalkeeper who was a transfer. So 50% of our team was brand new. And we went out and, uh, in, in my opinion, played some of the best soccer that this program has played in the six years I've been here. And some of that may be evident by the PacWest Awards. Uh, players from your team have earned four players from your team. Tori DeLeon, Mackenzie Madrone, uh, Jet Hardy and Corey Wing, all named to the PacWest NorCal Pod team. Talk about the performance from your forwards in that group, Mackenzie Madrone and Tori DeLeon. What did you see out of them throughout the year that, that kind of led them to, to earning the honor? Well, Tori's a, a player that everybody in our conference keys on. Uh, she's very quick. 
She's very dynamic and creative with possession, very tough to break down and stop 1v1. One of the best 1v1 forwards uh, that I've seen and certainly one of the best in our conference. In the last couple of years, we really hadn't had another threat to balance that. And I think a player coming in like Kenzie as a freshman gave Tori more, more flexibility, more freedom because they, while they were still focused on trying to shut Tori down, Kenzie got chances and she was putting him away and she was dangerous. So then they couldn't isolate Tori and that enabled uh, Kenzie to, uh, to get the chances that she had and she responded well. And in looking at it, you know, she's, you know, just a freshman and she was uh, tied for the scoring lead on our team. You know, we also had, uh, you, know, um, you know, other forwards that contributed and did well. But there was a balance. We weren't just uh, going to one player and, and hoping Tori was going to score goals for us or create chances for us. Uh, you know, Tori, uh, she's gotten stronger. She's gotten better. She's developed her right foot. And so she's been more of a threat. Um, but having a player like Kenzie, who's, uh, you know, a quick, dynamic, attacking player, good size, athletic, and uh, has a nose for goal, really kind of gave Tori more flexibility and, was, and she was more dangerous. So it, it was nice to kind of see that balance. Um, <clears throat> Kenzie still has to kind of come into her own as a freshman. And, um, but with, with a, a young group like we had, it was nice to see players perform that were younger players. Your midfield was represented by Jed Hardy on the PacWest NorCal pod team. Uh, talk about what you saw from her and that group this season. Yeah, Jed, I think, finally had a breakout season. She's always kind of shown like she was going to, but I think this spring she really kind of stepped up. Uh, she started with a little knock at the beginning, so she was a little slow uh, to kind of kind of develop her game in the beginning. Uh, but she did well uh, as, uh, as the season went on. She got a lot stronger, and she ended up being, you know, our most, uh, uh, our, our most uh, consistent midfielder uh, in the system. So she would be that force in the middle winning the ball. She'd be the force in the middle challenging for the 50-50s in the air. And um, she, I think she had, what, um, so four assists on the year and uh, scored a goal there, a uh, very nice goal, I think, in the uh, game against Holy Names. Uh, and so um, she really kind of really gave that stability, especially when you lose a player like uh, a Rachel Anderson out of the midfield from last year. We needed somebody to step up, and, and Jet really did that for us. And lastly, your defense was represented by Corey Wing on the PacWest NorCal pod team. Uh, uh, talk about her efforts and the efforts from that group. Yeah, and, and Corey has been a, a strong player for us. Uh, she's been with us for four years, and, um, you know, I don't think we get enough credit defensively uh, in our conference because people know us as being an attacking program. You know, usually we're in the top three as far as an offensive uh uh, team, uh, but this year we we were able to kind of you know put things together. We had some younger players come in. We had a, an exceptional goalkeeper come in, and just everything kind of clicked. And the and the leadership back there that Corey provided, uh, we were really strong. We only gave up one goal in the run of play. The other goal was on a uh, free kick, and so you know she just she was a, a strong force for us back there. She was that voice and that leader that we needed in our defense. And it really helped to propel us to the season we had this spring. All right, Coach. Well, you know how it goes. We, it's it's time for your Sunbird Spotlight. Maybe maybe for the whole season. Who who is someone who deserves some credit for the things that that they did at an extremely high level? Well, I was. Uh, I, I think you know you can always you know I always go through and I hate identifying one player. 
because I think there were so many that stepped up this year and, and even players that, you know, maybe weren't in the uh, the starting 11 that came off uh, the bench and, and just in general the entire team. But one player I kind of felt uh, was was snubbed in the in the um, in the accolades as far as getting recognition was our goalkeeper. And I thought Kiara stepped up. She she was she had the highest save percentage in the conference. She had uh, second best. Um, and when I say conference, I mean conference, not pod. So the entire conference, whether it's uh, Point Loma, uh, Biola Concordia, or the Hawaii schools, um, she had the highest save percentage of anybody. And to not be recognized. And, and she had five shutouts, more shutouts than anybody else. She had um, a .29 goals against average, which is, that's anemic. You know, and, and when you've got a goalkeeper that's playing at the level that she was playing at this past season, it makes your defense stronger. It makes your midfield play better, more confidently, and it, you know, it enables your forwards to score goals. You know, in, in years past, we, we would struggle and lose a lot of one-goal games. It wasn't necessarily because of goalkeeping, but it was the leadership that Kiara provided back there for us that combined with uh, the leadership we had in the central part of the defense with Corey that really propelled us to the season that we just came up. Coach, it was really fun to watch your team bring home the best record in the Northern California pod. I want to thank you for stopping by, and we'll be excited to see what your program does in the future. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, a real estate broker associate with Keller Williams Realty in Fresno, license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, realtor, license number 02013076. Cynthia and I have been married since 1981, and we work together as a real estate team. Like the Fresno Pacific Sunbirds, we share a common mission and vision, but we also each have our own position to play. We play offense, looking for ways to help our clients score for their real estate objectives. And we play defense, giving our clients the right guidance to protect them during each transaction. Want to see our team in action? Call us at 559-392-5283 or email us at joehaydock at kw.com. That's J-O-E-H-A-Y-D-O-C-K at kw.com. The Haydock Team, real estate for real people. Sitting down with men's and women's track and field coach Ray Winter. Coach, uh, how have you been? I'm doing well. Uh, I've been good. I'm I've been uh, busy, and that's a good thing. Uh, after the layoff, I'm so glad to be busy, and it feels good. And uh, right right in the thick of things now, so all's well. You mentioned how busy you've been. Pretty much every weekend for the last month, your team has been competing uh, at meets. Uh, talk about what it feels like and and what you've seen early from your team that that has kind of popped off the page, so to speak. Yeah, um, it, it has been so good. It, it's been clearly like a, a change of, of what things feel like at practice since we've been able to actually suit up and actually compete and actually race and run, jump, and throw. And, and just there, there's a new lightness and a new intensity, and uh, it's been healthy. You know, that's what I would say. Just I think it's been good for everybody's health. And uh, there was just a lot of questions for a long time, and we were riding on optimism. And, and now, you know, the rubber's met the road, and we're doing it. So that's been really great. And um, yeah, just to, to see what we've been able to do right out of the gate is encouraging. A lot of, a lot of positives coming out of, of the performances uh, for, for being so early and, and for, for having the long layoff. So uh, very, very encouraged right now. Is there a position group, you know, that you've seen that, that has been very impressive, whether it be uh, the women's sprinters or the, you know, men's jump crew? Is there someone who's really been, been impressive early in this, in this season? 
Yeah, you know, we, we did have some expectations coming into the season for different people, different, uh, different kind of pods. And uh, definitely, I think those who we knew uh, were hitters and, and could really be impact uh, athletes at the national level uh, have showed up. And, and I, I have to point to our, our women's uh, speed group. I mean, they're just very dominant and there's some great depth there and there's leadership and work ethic and then just just really I think they are if anybody is an ambassador of our program or what we want to be seen as and perceived as it's kind of how they carry themselves day in and day out certainly how they carry themselves on Saturdays when they're competing and uh, how they lay it down how they win um, and also how they prepare themselves to win just Monday through Friday so they've been doing great things it's been fun to see and um, but it's hard to not mention so many individuals and so many different training groups just because uh, there's there's some special things happening and, and people have elevated. So, yeah, we'll be able to touch on some of those maybe right now. One of the kind of big accomplishments that have popped off the page for your team came from Brian Banuelos at the Central California Invitational. Banuelos posted a time of 14.32.21 in the 5,000-meter run. Uh, that snapped a FPU record that had lasted 45 years. It was posted by Jim Hardig back in 1976 uh, talk about the effort from Benuelos and kind of what it means for him to to break a record that's 45 years old yeah it's, it's so special I mean and Jim Hardick he's he's in the Fresno Pacific Hall of Fame for what he did you know it's kind of puts it into perspective of one 45 years speaks for itself at the end of the meet I told the team as we recapped the day I was like hey guys so when I was two years old sorry no I said when I was two months old the record that Brian just broke was set, you know, just to put it in perspective, because of course they all think I'm super, super old, which I am 45. So there, there, there it is. It was kind of like, wow, uh, what just happened? And, and to do it that early in the season on his first 5k of the year. And we know there's more to come. So that was really special for, for me to see Brian do that. And, um, because I've seen him just really grinding out all summer and fall and it's been very tough for endurance athletes I think in particular just just mentally to do that kind of work for that long without really uh, opportunities to line up and race is a tough deal and and it's hit different athletes in different ways but those who have been resilient and found a way to kind of get out the door every day here's here's the the fruit of the of the labor so that was very special and uh yeah it, it was uh, a day that I won't forget. I, I think he's going to break that record again and again and again as he moves through his career here. He's a redshirt freshman, but we'll always remember that day. It was it was um, it was very special. It was cool. The team was going crazy, you know. And that's all the it's the only people that were there to go crazy, but they sure did back him up. And and uh, so that's a highlight so far this year for sure. The Central California Invitational again hosted by Fresno Pacific. Uh, that was a standout moment from that meet, but. After that week, after the performances were all looked at and totaled up, your team swept the PacWest Athlete of the Week awards with their performances from that meet. Uh, Bjorn Aiden had a, had a huge mark in the long jump. Uh, that earned him the Field Athlete of the Week. Madison Flores had a, had a great day, and she earned the Track Athlete of the Week for the PacWest. And Christy York earned the Women's Field Athlete of the Week as well. Uh, talk about you know the collective effort, what it means for your program to to sweep all four of those awards in a weekend uh, and, and what it means to you to see your, your student athletes performing at that high of a level. 
for sure, Christian. That that was that was really an honor. I, you know, you never see these things come in, and they just kind of get handed down by the conference as they look at the weekend. And uh, so, so that was a humbling uh, day to to receive those, and and definitely to receive track and field recognition, and just demonstrate the well-rounded nature of our program. That that's really what we strive to do, and distribute our resources the best we can, and really be uh, take take that approach that well-rounded approach to track and field and you know I think a lot of the field athletes like to to call their sport field and track uh kind of in in good fun because sometimes they don't get as much love or the spot spotlight's not out there on the hammer or the disc or the pole vault as much um but they're shining man and they're really leading the way uh on on, uh representing us and on a national level you know I mean uh at this point Christy York and Christy Norris uh, they both got provisional national qualifying marks so you know, change your name to Christie, I guess. I don't know. It's going well for all the Christies. Uh, they're, they're doing great, but they're really leading the way uh, for our field events. And, and there is, there's a couple more that have just had nice, uh, mellow starts, and we're going to have some more, more of those marks coming, coming our way very soon. We just got to wait for another Saturday or two to come, and some, some bombs will drop. So it's a fun, bunch of athletes that are ready to have some fun. Coach, right now I want to take some time to ask you for your Sunbird Spotlight, who is someone in your world that has been doing something uh, in an extraordinary way that you would like to to, to shine some light on and, and let them know you appreciate them. Yeah, um, so we we have had the privilege to to uh, host some meets and you know, they've had to be uh, done a little bit differently and that's been a challenge. But we've been creative and working with our county and and working with the school and and just being super safe and um, there there's somebody who's really helped facilitate that um, and Brian Hitman and he's here on campus and he makes everything go behind the scenes. So all, all the stuff that nobody really sees before and after an event. He's the first one here, last one out the door kind of guy and um, has just really come alongside us this year. And while he's, he's juggling, you know, every other sport, at the same time, he's out there. And, and track is one of those sports that probably lasts about as long as any other, any sport lasts from beginning to end for, for a competition. So it's very demanding um, uh, for an events coordinator type position and, and Brian Hitman I have to have to say hey shout out to Brian he doesn't get enough love and and we sure do see what he does and appreciate him simply the best Brian Hitman coach want to thank you for uh, stopping by today and we'll, we'll be cheering for you uh, every Saturday from here on out it seems like so uh, thanks for stopping by thanks Christian go birds hey everyone this is Eric Bentley voice of the Sunbirds Primetime Events brings the comfort of home toileting to any special event. Let Primetime Events take care of those important bathroom details so you can enjoy your event knowing that your guests are well taken care of. Their trailers are fully equipped with on-demand hot water, eight full sink vanities with mirrors and interior cam lighting. Add this to your next event to enforce the importance of hand washing. For more information on Primetime Events and their services, email info at primetimeeventsllc.com or call them at 559-495-5555. Once again, that phone number, 559-495-5555. Joined in studio this afternoon by head baseball coach Oscar Hirschhorn. Coach, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Coach, I want to talk to you uh, about a couple of uh, individual players here. In game four of your series against Academy of Art, Garrett Cooper turns in five and a third on the mound, no earned runs and ten strikeouts. And then in the very next game, game one against Azusa Pacific, Justin Fusen, seven and two-thirds, one earned run and ten Ks. Back-to-back ten strikeout days uh, from your pitching staff. Tell me about the pitching staff and what you've seen so far from them and especially those two guys this season. Yeah, specifically those two performances, that's that's really 
along the lines of what they're capable of and it was really good to see their see the hard work that they put in pay off and and it and it come together um and and really that's that's what their talents are i i really expect similar performances going forward i really do because those guys are really really high level competitors to go with uh physical ability and uh pitching staff wise we've we've got a lot of ability um and you know there's guys in different er different um spots in terms of putting it together but we've we do have really good pitching and 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 we're building in the right direction so um you know we're counting on all of that coming together um soon another uh pitcher that i want to talk about for you guys right-hander nick boltman was a senior last year before covid kind of took the season away so he gets the season back he comes into play this year at 188 strikeouts since the last time we talked to you he's picked up 13 he becomes the third player in program history to reach 200 strikeouts for his career behind only Wilson Ashford and Josh Medellis. Tell me about Nick Bowman. I know we've uh, kind of seen him in a, in a starter role, a little bit of a bullpen role this year already, but tell me about Nick Bowman and, and as he approaches this record, what you expect from him? Uh, Nick, I mean, love Nick Bowman and, and he's a star, you know, and, and uh, those numbers are indicative of the kind of career that he's had. And we're thankful that he has this year um, to, to start the year um, he was working back from from an arm setback, so he's been dealing with that for a little over a season. But um, and I mean, he's a tough kid, and and we've worked through the the rehab process, and obviously he's out there starting games for us now, which is really good, and that's going to settle our rotation for sure. And and I wish I had ten years of Nick. I mean, he's he's such a high character guy, and and such sets such a great example with his work ethic. So. Um, really enjoying his last season here and um, yeah proud of him yeah Esteban Lasola not too far behind from jumping into the top five as well he currently sits at 165 career strikeouts want to switch to the bats a little bit Jared Aguilar is uh, tied for second in the Pac West in home runs entering play this week with four that's his career high for a season which came his freshman year. If you remember that series against Point Loma, he hit four in that one series, was named the PacWest Freshman of the Week. Uh, tell me about Jared Aguilar. He told us before the season that he wanted to hit 350 this year. Uh, he, he's currently among the league leaders in a bunch of categories, but he seems like he's one of the more consistent bats in your lineup. Tell me about Aguilar. Yeah, um, uh, Jared, another very talented player, and he, he's, he two ways for us as well. Um, but, yeah, it's – I mean, he's a really talented hitter. I mean, he's really good, and – it's good to see him, you know, start to put it together. I'm, he's, he's up there ready to swing, and this year he's doing a better job of, of um, maybe getting better pitches. To, he's aggressive. He's an aggressive style hitter, so aggressive guys have to sometimes um, zone up a little bit and, and make sure that they're not so aggressive outside of the zone and and so he's getting better and better at that and obviously and and um the 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 four home runs he's hit have been punished so the sunbirds this weekend uh two games at holy names on thursday and then you guys come back here for another doubleheader on saturday tell me what you're looking for from your team this weekend against the hawks you know to build on what we've been doing I, you know it's uh, we've had a rough eight game stretch here and um I feel for the the team because I, I I really love these guys and they're working hard. They haven't given up at all, which is great. And um, 
even though the, the wins and losses haven't gone the way we want over that eight-game stretch, we're a better team now than we were at the beginning of it. And that's a credit to them. And, and to me, that's what toughness is. I mean, they're, they're believing in each other, believing in the team and the program, even though um, there's been some hard times. And, and to me, those are the, that's the sign of a winner. Um, so I, I expect us to be putting it together here really soon because they've shown no sign to quit. Coach, you've been on the show multiple times now. You know how this works. Uh, who gets the Sunbird spotlight from, from Oscar Hirschkorn this week? I'm going to give it to Bob Jacobson. Um, he's our pitching coach, and um, he sacrifices uh, quite a bit um, in, in, in terms of time and just effort and energy. And the team loves him. The pitching staff loves him. Um, I do too. And, and he was in a car wreck last week, and, and he's he's getting out of the hospital this week. So – or. I think today, in fact. So I'd like to spotlight him because he's the kind of guy that he's always kind of behind the scenes, and he's he's very important to a lot of people's lives, and and hopefully he knows that. And and um, and yeah, Bob Jacobson. We certainly appreciate Bob. And we certainly wish him the best as he recovers from that car accident. He's Oscar Hirschkorn, coach. Good luck against the Hawks this weekend in PacWest play. We'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Hey everyone, this is Danny Bellotti with Strength and Conditioning. Are you in need of some cool Fresno Pacific Sunbird gear? Some new stuff to wear around campus or around town? Visit shopfpu.com for all of your favorite brands and FPU apparel. They have everything you need and maybe even some stuff you didn't know you needed. Be on the lookout for deals and new merchandise at shopfpu.com. That's shopfpu.com for all of your Fresno Pacific Sunbird gear. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. want to remind everyone that you can find news from the department by visiting fpuathletics.com. We'd also like to invite you to follow along on our social media platforms. On Facebook, we can be found by searching Sunbird Athletics. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at FPU Sunbirds. want to give a special thank you to music coordinator Isaac Davis. He produces every song you hear on the Sunbird Sound Off. Also want to give one last thank you to our title sponsor, Haydock Real Estate Incorporated, in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. We'll be back next Wednesday for another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Until then, stay safe and have a good one.